Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will conclude his message, which is titled, Praise Him Anyway. This will also wrap up Pastor Chuck's time in Luke 18. So if you have your Bibles, please turn them over to Luke 18 right now, and let's join in with Pastor Chuck. Verse 42, watch this. And Jesus said to him, recover your sight. Your faith has made you well. (laughs) Recover your sight. Recover your sight. Recover your sight. Well, you you know, you you know, I love all those, all these rewords, uh, (coughs) excuse me, in the scripture. Recover means this. Watch this. I, I just had to go ahead and pull it up and look it up so I can read it out to you. Recover means this. Return to a normal state of health mind or strength you'll get that when you get home to get back to regain watch this to bring back to a normal position or condition stumbled but now regained (laughs) boy i love how the lord speaks more listen he says listen recover return back to you recover your sight Recover your sight, family. Watch this. Return to a normal state of health, mind, or strength, or maybe all three at the same time. Recover, family. Recover. I recover all. Recover all. What do, what do you want to recover? You want your, I hear you, Holly. You want your, recover all. Recover it then. Recover. Regain it again. Regain. Get it. How do you regain? I get into his presence because Psalm 16 says he makes known to me the path of life. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. How do I recover my sight? How do I do it? For some of us, listen, let me be clear. For some of you, it's to repent. Oh, I, I, I ain't want you. To, I ain't want you to get off that easy tonight. I ain't want you to get off that easy tonight. For some of you, for some of you, the way that you're going to recover your sight tonight is to repent. Repent means to turn away, to turn away from whatever you were doing that was not what God. Whatever you were seeking, whatever you were striving after, that that is not God. It might be a good thing, but it's not the God thing for you. Whatever you have been trusting in and leaning in, that is not what God has provided for you. Turn away from those things. And go towards Jesus. For some of you, it is repentance. It's to turn away from those things that you have trusted in, that you have rested in, that you have leaned into, that you have think has, has, has given you, it's given you a false sense of joy, it's given you a false sense of peace, it's given you a false sense of provision, it's given you a false sense of protection. These things are false gods. They are not God's best for you. And so what God is saying tonight, son of David, have mercy. Get back to your first love. We love God because he first loved us. Our first love is, has been, and forever will be Jesus Christ, our Lord. Come back to your first love. (sighs) Some of you, you just got to recover. You got to claim it. You got to claim it. Yes, 
This is one of those naming and claimants, but not in a way that is that is a uh, 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 prosperity, right? It's not a naming and claiming. That the Bible says, excuse me, I'm over here fumbling. The Bible says the power, according to Proverbs, the power of death and life is in the tongue. Some of you just need to begin to I have joy in Jesus' name. I have victory over this flesh in Jesus' name. I am not a fornicator in Jesus' name. I'm a child of God. You have to specifically name that thing and then grab a hold of it. Claim it. It is mine. All of the promises are yes and amen in Jesus Christ. All of the promises. I can name those promises and I can claim it because I'm a joint heir with Christ Jesus. You got to know how to work the word because the word works. So I name what I am according to how he has named me and I claim my rightful position in his kingdom. That's naming and claiming it. I know who I am. I know what he's done for me. And all of his promises are yes and amen. And I can name them and claim them because according to Romans chapter 8, I'm, a, I'm adopted. I'm a child of God. I become a joint heir. And then the suffering, I can reign with him because I can claim that he's already given me the victory by what he did on Calvary's cross. As according to 1 Corinthians 15, Thanks be to God who has given us victory through Jesus Christ. He says, listen, he says, Lord, let me recover your sight. Verse 42. And he said to him, recover your sight. What? Your faith has made you well. Your faith. What? Your faith has made you well. Listen, family, this is a very important part of why we have these Work the Word Wednesdays, why we get into the Word, right? Because according to Romans, again, <coughs> faith comes by hearing, excuse me, y'all, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, right? So you got to, you got to have the Word of God in order to offer up faith to God. Do, do you hear what I'm saying? You gotta have you gotta have a word base. You got you got to have your word base. You have to be able to offer up the word. God loves to be able to be uh, uh, put in remembrance of His promises. God loves for His children to do that. Remind Him of the promises. Right. So listen. It says, uh, "Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it?" Uh, uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 14. But listen, how are they, listen, how are they to call on him and whom they have not believed? Blind Bartimaeus was calling unto Jesus. He was calling on him because he had, he had postured himself in belief. And then he says, and how are they to believe in him of whom they have not heard? Remember, I talked about how his one sense was gone, but his other sense was amplified his hearing. 
He had heard about this Jesus of Nazareth. And watch this. And how are they to hear without someone preaching? Somebody had to have been going along and preaching the good news. And here's a very subtle form. Here's a very low level or, or maybe it's considered a high level form of preaching. They were saying Jesus of Nazareth is coming. He's on the scene. They were preaching the good news that Jesus was coming. And watch this. Verse 15 says, and, excuse me, and how are they to preach Unless they are sent, God has strategically set up this moment, sending this multitude to proclaim that he was coming and he was drawing near to Jericho. This crowd was following and it was a it was a very strategic way of the Lord setting up this moment to come in contact with this with this blind beggar. And it watch this. It says, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Verse 16, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith, listen, so faith, verse 17, comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Not just any old God. The true and living God, the anointed one, the one who was sent to pay our sin debt and to resurrect us from the dead through his resurrection. He's the one by which we have now received. What, what did Peter say? Lord, you have the words of eternal life. Where else are we going to go? Jesus has, Jesus Christ has the words of eternal life. And that's the faith that we hold into. So what we need to have and make sure of is that we are establishing, if you don't have it already, or making sure that we are committing to having a firm word base of the words of Jesus Christ. The Holy Scriptures, the Holy Writ needs to be our base. It needs to be our framework. It needs to be our whole structure. It needs to be what we dwell in, what we tabernacle with is the word of God. And so we got to make sure that we have that in order to be able to walk, to be able to come to Jesus and know that he exists and give him the faith that makes him stop and command his, in Psalm 91, he talks about he gives his angels to take command over us. Oh God, this is so beautiful how you connected it. Listen, so in other words, let me, let me wrap up. Where are we at? 832, I'm wrapping up. Here we go, wrapping up. Let me wrap up. Your faith has made you well. Let me just give you this to kind of ponder. Some of us, not all of us, I can't say this, some of us, maybe healing will come when you really begin to move in faith. Maybe some of the places that you're dealing with where you need healing, God will really begin to move in when you really begin to move in faith. You, 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 might be, you might be believing, but you may not have really walked in, 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 in faith. Uh, 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 you, you have, life has hit you so hard that you, you still believe God is God, but maybe you just, I, I don't think you can do this for me. I just, I just don't see this happening. So, so maybe, maybe some of the healing, what will make you well is when you be, now begin to really walk in faith. In faith. 
Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence or the conviction of things not seen. Maybe you've lost your conviction because you've been blind. You can't see that God is still a healer. He's still a provider. He's still a protector. He's still a redeemer. He's still a restorer. Maybe you've been blinded by that and you haven't been able to move in faith. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, just maybe, I don't know. I don't know how God is working. I don't know how, but maybe, maybe, just maybe the real, the real places of your wellness will come when you move in faith. Maybe you've just been sitting, you've been hope, but you haven't offered it up, you haven't begun to move in faith. And the way blind Bartimaeus moved was he opened up his mouth and he cried out. Maybe you haven't had a good cry out session. Maybe tonight is, but for some of you, maybe that's it. Maybe you will really get your healing and you will walk in the wellness that the Lord wants you to walk in. When you walk in the faith, when you begin to take that step of faith and believe that your God, our God can do anything but fail. Let's go home with this. Verse 43. And what happened? Immediately, he recovered his sight. And immediately, he recovered his sight. And watch, what did he do? Followed him. He was a fan, somewhat. He had heard about him. Now he became a follower. Wherever you go, Jesus, wherever you lead, Jesus, I'll follow. He had heard that this was Jesus. He had heard that he was, he, was, he was a healer. He had heard these things, and now I got proof. I got evidence. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now he's got the evidence. Now he sees. He had the faith of things. All this has come together, and it is now tangible. It is readily presented and available to him, and immediately he recovered his sight, and then he surrendered his all and followed him. We can't be believers that we use God, as I mentioned earlier, as a spiritual triple A. He comes on the scene, he heals us, and then we go our separate way. No, we are to follow him. We are to stay connected with him and we stay connected with him in a, in a myriad of ways. But one of the ways is through prayer and engagement with his holy word. That's just two of the ways. And immediately, and immediately he recovered his sight and followed him glorifying God. Listen, he followed him and he glorified him. He made him great. He, he, he recognized his holiness. He recognized his kingdom position. He recognized that he was the king of kings and Lord of lords spiritually. And he began to put that weight on him, to put that trust in him, to put that full belief and assurance in him. That's how we glorify him. We put our full weight. We put our full belief. We put our full trust. We put our full assurance in the name and person of Jesus Christ. We release ourselves from putting our trust and weight and glory in any other thing that's not him. And watch this. And those same people, those same people that were telling him to shut up is now praising him with him. This, the same people that rebuked him are now responding the same way that he started out with. They're starting to now proclaim that God is good. And they started to give praise and give honor and give glory to God. Listen, your praise, watch this. <laughs> when I talked about that role earlier, your praise can change people's minds about our God.
It ain't about you. Your praise can change people's minds by the God. I'm just going to end with that. There's so much in that last verse. We'll, we'll continue on with that with another. There's so much in that last verse. But let me tell you something. Your praise has the ability to change atmospheres. Your praise has the ability to change environments. Your praise has the ability to change minds. For Jesus, by Jesus. Your praise has power. Don't minimize the power that God has given us through his praise. Because that's what it is. It's his praise. It don't belong to us. Praise belongs to God. It don't belong to us. And every time we hold it, watch this family. Here's what we got to be. I need you to hear me by the spirit on it. Every time we hold it, what we're saying is, God, I trust me. God, I know what's best for me. God, I, 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 I'm the author and perfecter of my faith. So every time, every time I withhold my praise, right? What I'm leaning into is I'm leaning into the flesh. I'm leaning into the flesh. But what we want to do is engage in the spirit. That's why we praise him anyway. We praise him anyhow. Because what I'm doing is I'm calling on the name of the Lord. I'm giving the Lord's praise. I'm, I'm adoring him because I want him to breathe on me again. I want to get his attention. I want him to know that I trust him and that I believe and that he's my mighty God. I'm releasing my pain for his presence. It's more to it. We'll, we'll, we'll get more to it. It's more than that. I, I, I'm kind of simplifying it, but, but it's more to that. But just know that's where it is. All right, family, there we go. That's it. That's it. That's what I want to give you tonight. Praise him anyway. Praise him anyway. Listen, this will come up for you sooner than later, so get ready. This will, this will come up for you sooner than later for all of us. This will come up for you sooner than later. Will you praise him anyway? Whatever that situation or circumstance is, will you praise him anyways? And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking the time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That's www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we would love to have you join us. On our website, you can find the dates that we are meeting in person as we are still operating under a modified schedule due to the pandemic. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel each and every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck begins a new message, which will take us all the way back to the beginning of the Bible in Genesis. Mm -hmm.